Sweet, sweet sister friend, I am so excited about season two of the Lace with Grace Fully Embraced podcast. I'm so excited to dive deeper into our relationship with Christ together, deeper into our love of our bodies and, and being grateful for the temple that God has given us to care for, to nourish, to exercise, to work out for worship and not just weight loss and to really, really focus and make him the center and the foundation, the motivation of our fitness journey. Because I truly believe if we make him the foundation of our fitness journey, it becomes much more doable. It becomes less overwhelming. It becomes much more fulfilling. And I'm excited to grow in this with you. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, it has been a couple weeks. I have missed you. I'm so glad we're back, but I'm not going to lie. The break a little bit there for a few weeks was really good for my soul and my heart, and I think that's what the Lord wanted me to do. So yes, I've missed you dearly, but I'm glad to be back with you this week. Uh, Today we're going to chat about something that I kind of shared a little bit in my social media this last week. Um, If you follow me anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, you may have seen this. But we're going to chat about some things that we're going to leave behind in 2023. You know, we're into a new year now. We're going to leave those things behind. And they're also the same things that we're probably going to be tempted to focus on um, come this year in 2024. But we're not going to let that happen. We're going to leave them behind. All right. Our flesh is going to be tempted to focus on these things. And number one, we're going to be tempted to compare. We're going to be tempted to have comparison creep back into our mindsets and our heart sets. And I want to share a scripture with you. And before I go on, if you hear in the background, I'm in, I'm literally, I'm in sweats in my car with the heat seater on. My kids are bouncing around the house with my husband. I couldn't record in there. I'm, I'm out here on a Monday night. Um, freezing my tush off and the car is running. So I apologize if you can hear the heater, or the, the car in the background. Um, but I'm doing my best, doing what I can here. It's a little bit wonky this week, but getting this content to you and I'm excited to do it. So comparison, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some scripture here with you. Galatians 6, 4, don't compare yourself with others. Just look at your own works and see if you have done anything to be proud of. So Comparison, we all know, is the thief of thief of joy. If you've seen that in scripture anywhere, the enemy loves to use comparison in and whether it's our momming, our wifing, our fitness journey, our bodies, whatever it may be, he absolutely loves to use comparison to make us have self-doubt, to make us start self-loathing, to make us nitpick and criticize ourselves, and to just bring ourselves down because he knows if he can do that, then we're probably not gonna be on our A game. We're probably not gonna be at our at our peak to where the Lord, you know, the Lord can use us whenever, but we have to allow him to. So we're going to be in a mindset that's not going to be so spirit led, right? Comparing ourselves to others. So we need to stop comparing ourselves to others. Stop looking at other people's journeys. Stop looking at other people's bodies and just look at where we're at. Where are we at with the Lord? Okay. So number two is we're going to be, we're going to be tempted to look, uh, to focus on perfectionism. I don't know if you're like me, but I tend to be someone that I want things done correctly and I want, um, I'm very hard on myself. Very, very hard on myself. I'm probably literally my worst critic. It's always been that way ever since I, and it's something I've really struggled with growing up. Um, but we're going to be tempted to pick that back up in 2024, but we're leaving that behind and we're also going to be tempted. We're going to be tempted to pick it back up. We're going to be tempted to focus on it, but we're going to leave it behind. All right. Romans 15, seven is what I want to share with you with that. Um, Christ accepts you as you are flaws and all. He doesn't require your perfection because he is the only one who can be completely without sin. And I also, when I was reading that, I also thought, you know, 
perfectionism screams this is about me when it's not about us the lord is already perfect he don't need us to be perfect what in the world would he need us to be perfect for he's got it all he knows it all he is all like why in the world would he need us to be perfect we need to lay that down all right number three having a results only mindset we're going to be really tempted to pick that back up in 2024 having a results only mindset I want to share with you Romans 8, 5 through 8. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. For those that set their minds on things of the flesh is death. And those who set their minds on the things... Oh, shoot. I messed up here. I wrote it down. Anyways, Romans 8, 5, 8. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, which is temporary. We know that. For those that set their minds on things of the flesh is death. And those who set their minds on the spirit is life and peace. Okay, did you get that? So those who set their minds on the, on the flesh is death. And those who set their minds on the spirit is life and peace. So we we don't want to just focus on the, the temporary things, the fleshly things, right? The having results only mindset. We want to focus our, ourselves on the spirit and having a flesh, no, sorry, a spirit led. Um, I'm struggling here. Goodness, I am a little rusty, aren't I? Um, having a spirit led it's after the holidays y'all the sugar highs you know the, the sugar coma is like i'm still coming down from all that so anywho we don't want to be focused on the flesh we want to be focused on the spirit so we can have a life of peace okay and and have life that gives us life not being focused on the flesh and the temporary but focused on him and the eternal so number four we're going to be really, really tempted to pick up self-hate and loathing again, but we're leaving that behind in 2000, 2023, okay? Self-loathing and self-hate, we're going to leave that alone. We're going to let that go. Um, some scripture I want to share with you here is Colossians three twelve through 15, as God's chosen. That right there, like, when I read that, as God's chosen, do you realize how chosen you are? You're God's chosen, like it just, I don't even know how, like I just get chills reading it. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. Oh, I cannot read my writing. <laughs> uh, holy and beloved. Gosh dang it. Oh, clothe. Sorry. Clothe yourselves with compa- with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Forgive others and yourself just as the Lord has. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm sorry if I'm not editing this stuff out, but this is me. This is real. I am quirky. I am ditzy. This is just me. So I, I'm probably not going to edit those those little spots out that I mess these things up because I, I cannot read my writing for, for the life of it. But Romans, or, or sorry. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Write that down. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. If you want to write these scriptures down as I go, I should have said that too. Go ahead and do that if you're not driving or if you're not doing something else. But write these down so you have these in your back pocket, okay? And I may even put them in the show notes. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with, with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Forgive others and yourself just as the Lord has. So, when we're looking at ourselves and we're we're tempted to start self-hating and self-loathing our bodies and our our works or whatever we're working on or our careers or our momming or our wifing, we need to remember how first of all how chosen we are, how we are holy in him, how we are beloved, and we need to clothe ourselves with compassion. And let me ask you this, are you someone that clothes your clothes other people with compassion and kindness and meekness and patience? Why are you not giving that to yourself? 
Maybe some of y'all are like, that ain't me. I struggle with that. I struggle with giving other people that. I definitely ain't giving it to myself. But if you are someone that clothes other people so so easily with those things, and I'm speaking to myself right now too because this is a struggle for me. I can clothe other people with those things so well. I suck at it when it comes to doing it for myself. I do. I absolutely suck at it. I can give what what the world would look at as a person as a very dirty terrible, disgusting, atrocious human being, I can look at them still, I truly feel as Christ would at times. Like I, I'm not, I'm not Christ. So I'm not saying like, I, I look at him exactly how, how he does. We're, we're called to do that. We're called as Christians to look at others as Christ would, which means as his child, every single human being is his beloved, his child. Like he loves them dearly. And I'm still able to look, but, but when it comes to myself, and I'm not boasting about that. I'm just saying that is one spiritual gift that the Lord has given me is compassion. He has given me a very compassionate, loving heart. And it's really hard for me to judge someone. But to judge myself? Shoo! Oh, Lord, to judge myself. <laughs> that, is, that is a struggle for sure. To self-hate and to loathe. Yeah, I could go on. I could go on a whole list. That could be a podcast in itself. But number five. We're going to be really tempted to complain and have lots of excuses come this year. But we're going to leave that behind in 2023. We're going to leave that behind. Okay. We're going to be very tempted. But we're going to leave it behind. Philippians 2.14. Paul states actually to do everything without complaining and arguing. I don't know about you. I don't make a whole lot of excuses when it comes to my workouts, when it comes to my nutrition, when it comes to my water, but I make a whole lot of excuses in complaining about other things in my life. He literally states here, do everything without complaining and arguing and beware of, and also I put a note here, to be aware of negative thoughts before they become negative words because your words do make an impact on your life. What comes out your, your mouth is on the heart. What comes out your mouth, and that's another scripture somewhere else. I can't quote it right off the top of my head. But what comes what comes out your mouth and on your tongue is in your heart, sister friend. And your words and what you speak over your life, be careful with that. What you speak over others, be careful with that. Because those things can end up coming true. Okay? So we need to stop complaining. Stop making excuses. <sighs> Excuses really drive me nuts, but I have to look at myself and think, you make excuses a lot about a, a lot of other things, Kels, in your life. Sometimes about mom and sometimes about wife and sometimes about housework, sometimes about work and my career, like other people. Like I, I complain. I make excuses. I, I suck at that in other areas. I may not suck, up, suck about it in my fitness journey, but there are other areas in my life that I definitely need some Jesus. <laughs> um, number six, we're going to be really tempted to allow our worth to come through our works and what we, how we perform, what we do, our results, okay? We're going to be really tempted to pick that back up. We're going to leave that behind in 2023, all right? We're going to be really tempted to focus on our worth, coming from the works of, of what we're doing through our fitness journey, coming through the works of what we're doing in our motherhood, coming through the works of what we're doing in our career, coming through the works of, of how great of a wife we are. We're going to be really tempted to focus on those things and, and that being our, defining our worth, but uh, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says something different. Um, you are saved by faith, not by your works, but faith without works is dead. So works are important. I'm not saying works are not important, but sister, 
you could do you could go to all you could go to all the mission trips you could go to all the church services you could go to all the praise and worship team meetings you could go to all the things church related all the things religion related you could do all the things right but if you don't have the love of Christ in your heart and you are not displaying his love you are not acting as though you know him spending time with him having that faith what good are, what good are your works what good, what good do those works do? Your worth is not defined by your works. The blood shed for you on that cross. Christ dying for you on that cross. That is the ultimate definition of your worth. Someone who is completely perfect, without sin, without flaw, without anything ugly, who didn't deserve it, died for you on a cross was beaten for you and hung on a cross. Excruciating pain. Crying to the Lord <laughs> that we don't know what we have done. That, that Saying that to him, to, to God. They don't know what they have done. Wishing it was over. Like, just envisioning that. Like, I'm just, I'm taking a little bit longer to explain this because I'm just envisioning, like, and it makes my heart break. I'm so thankful, but it makes my heart break that someone so perfect and so beautiful and so flawless died for someone like me. But that's your worth. That, that is the definition of your worth. Not what your abs look like. Not if you nailed your nutrition plan this week. Not if you got your water in. Not if you got up at 5 a.m. every morning. Those things don't define your worth. Okay? So we're going to leave that behind in 2023. Unforgiveness of others and yourself is number seven. Unforgiveness of yourself and others. We're going to leave that behind. We're going to be really tempted to pick that back up in 2024, but we're going to leave it behind. All right? Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. This is beautiful. I love this. Um, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other tender-hearted listen to that tender-hearted forgiving one another as christ forgives you and others tender-hearted can you be tender-hearted hearted tender-hearted towards yourself that's really hard to say say really fast by the way tender-hearted towards yourself can you do that for me are you tender-hearted towards others maybe you struggle in that area but if you're really tender-hearted with others why are you not being tender-hearted with yourself there's a difference between giving yourself grace, mercy, and love, sister friend, and being tender-hearted, rather than making excuses and just shoving it off and sloughing it off. There's a big difference. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop under, start understanding that the only perfect one is the Lord, and He doesn't need you to be perfect. If He needed you to be perfect, why would we need God? He don't need you to be perfect. He don't expect you to be perfect. Forgive yourself and others. Unforgiveness is going to literally breed bitterness. Not only with others, but towards yourself. Which is going to cycle back up to comparison, perfectionism, result-only mindset, self-hate and loathing, complaining and excuses. If you have bitterness towards yourself, it's going to cycle back through all these other things that we're trying to leave <laughs> in 2023. We're trying to leave it there. We're not trying to pick it back up. That's not what we're going to be focused on. So, how do we, what do we do from here? 
First of all, you utilize those scriptures to remind yourself of these things I just walked you through, okay? That we're leaving that behind. Use these scriptures. Again, I'll say them. Galatians 6, 4 is one of them. Romans 15, 7. Romans, I love Romans. Romans 8, 5 through 8. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Uh, Philippians 2, 14. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Write those down, put them up somewhere on a sticky note, on a mirror or something, in a notebook, in your Bible, scribble around in your Bible on a, on a, uh, uh, what are they called, post-it note, a post-it note and stick it in there and make sure you have that where you can see it all the time for this year. Got it? Now, what are we going to be picking up in 2024? How are we going to be combating these things that we're going to be, you know, tempted to pick back up? this year, the ones that I just shared, the things we're leaving behind in 2023. What does God want us to focus on? What does Christ want us to focus on coming 2024? What does he want us to focus on? He wants us not to focus on comparison, but to focus on our own journey in the season that we are in right now, where we're at, where he has us, not where someone else is, not how far along they are, not far, how far behind they are from us, not how in front of, uh, in, in front of us they are. He wants us focused on our own journey with him now, in your fitness, in your faith, in your mothering, in your wifing, in your career. Where are you right now and how, how, where does he have you? How are you growing with him? Focus on your own journey with him. Got it? Use others for inspiration and guidance. Not comparison. There's a huge difference. Comparison, if you're comparing, that means you are starting, you're starting to, you're starting, again, you could compare yourself in an inspiration way, okay? But if you're comparing yourself in the, and it's instantly negativity towards yourself that you're feeling or you're feeling guilt or shame, those things are not from the Lord. You're comparing. Now, if you're comparing yourself to someone and you're getting inspired and you're like, yes, she's showing up and doing this. I should be too. And I'm going to. I'm going to do this. And it's a positive thing. and It's uplifting you. And it's, it's, it's motivating you. That's one thing. I don't like the way should be. I don't like the word should be either. I, I use the wrong words there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you're comparing in a way that, okay, she's doing this so it may, it, it's possible. I can do this. Lord can do this through me, just like he is through her. He can do this through me. That's a very positive comparison. But use others as inspiration and guidance. Maybe a positive comparison spin, but don't utilize comparison to just drag yourself down because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you low. Don't let him do that. The next thing that God wants us to focus on in 2024 is grace. Letting go of our attempt to be perfect and allowing the perfect one to carry us through. I thought about this on my run actually yesterday. I was like, I talk to a lot of women in my inbox on social and I, I hear a lot of them. First of all, comparison's huge. Like comparison, the enemy is eating y'all alive with comparison. You need to stop that. We need to stop that. We need to stop. In Jesus' name, I pray right now in Jesus' name that we stop the comparison game. He can stop it for us, but we got to allow him to. So Lord, open up our hearts, open up our minds, and please work through us and let us allow you to stop the comparison game in our heads and in our hearts. But the comparison thing is a huge thing. Also grace. Y'all are so freaking hard on yourself. And I get this because that's me too. 
We need to give ourselves more grace. Again, if he expected us to be perfect, we wouldn't even need him. Why would he be around? What would be the point of the Lord? What would be the point of Christ dying for us? If we were already all perfect, he wouldn't have needed to die for us on the cross. He don't expect you to be perfect, so let him carry you through. Do your best and give him the rest. If you can lay down on your pillow each night and say, Lord, I gave my best, now you do the rest. That's all you need to do. That's all he expects. That's all he wants. Again, there's a difference between making excuses and complaining and then just sloughing stuff off and then saying, Lord, I've given my best. Please do the rest. I'm giving you the rest. Carry me through. Whatever else is left, whatever else you can do, carry me through. Right? Have that be a mantra for you for 2024. I don't even know if mantras are a good word to use. I don't know if that's, is that spiritual? I don't think that's a good thing to use. I don't know. We're moving on. Number three. He wants us to focus on self-love that's honoring to the Lord and glorifies him and having a a heart of gratitude, having a grateful heart set. So instead of, oh shoot, I messed it up. Hang on. We're backing up the truck. Number, number three is actually, hang on, I went ahead of myself here. Number three is actually having a spirit-led mindset instead of a results-only mindset. So we want to have a spirit-led mindset, God's way mindset. How does God want us to do this? Where does he want us to go? How does he want us to attempt this? How does he want us to pursue this? Having a spirit-led mindset. Having a redeemed mindset. How about that? So instead of a results-only mindset, we're going to have a redeemed mindset in 2024. That's what he wants to focus on, is having a redeemed mindset. Having a results mindset is going to focus on, again, our works and the, and the result of our works. But having a redeemed mindset is going to constantly rem- remind us that our, our results are not our worth. We're redeemed through Christ. We have a new day in Jesus each day. So we're redeemed, we are saved by grace and faith, not by works, okay? So we're going to have a spirit-led and a redeemed mindset doing it God's way. So let's go back. Number four is actually self-love that honors the Lord and glorifies Him and having a heart of gratitude instead of self-hate and self-loathing. So instead of self-hate and self-loathing in 2023, we're going to leave that there, but in 2024, we're going to grab, we're going to grab up. We're going to pick up the self-love that honors the Lord and glorifies him and having a heart of gratitude. I know that culture can be really into self-love and I want to, I want to, I'm hesitant to, I was hesitant to even write self-love there, but it was just, it was opposite of self-hate and self-loathing. Self-love, I don't mean loving yourself before him. I don't mean loving yourself before others because that's not scripturally based, right? We're supposed to, we're supposed to love him first, then others, then ourselves. okay? So that, that's how that's supposed to go. But self-love, I mean realizing, loving yourself enough to realize, you know, the Lord created you. Loving yourself enough to work out daily. Loving yourself enough to, to honor your temple, to care and nourish your temple, Loving yourself enough knowing that you are his child. Like that's what, that's the kind of self-love that I'm talking about. And having a heart of gratitude instead of having a heart that is just bitter and, and, and loathe, self-loathing towards yourself and hate, just hating who you are and what you look like and nitpicking your body apart. I want you to love yourself because Christ is in you. Really has nothing to do with self, has everything to do with him. But loving yourself because of him, because he saved you, because he made you, because he created you. Right. So moving on then to number five, 
instead of complaining and having excuses that we're leaving behind in 2023 and 2024, we're going to be initiating some freaking change. We're going to be initiating some freaking change. We're going to lay down the complaining. We're going to lay down the excuses. We're going to start and the way we're going to do this. This is what the Lord wants you to focus on. He wants you to start small. Again, if you had it all together all the time, if you, if you were perfect in this journey, why the heck would we even need him? Okay, I'm going to start it off with that. But we need to start small. You don't need to do a 360 in one day. All right? You don't need to do 100. You don't need to go 100 every day this week, starting off January 1st to the 7th, every day this week, and then plummeting at the end of the week and just completely struggling because you just tried to go too hard. Like, don't do that to yourself. What? Why? Why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Start small. Say you want to start eating. I'm going to give you some examples so this makes sense. Say you want to start eating healthier and you've decided I'm going to start eating really clean. I'm going to eat wholesome foods. But you decide and you're someone that literally takes in so much sugar, so much carbs. You eat out all the time. You have fast food all the time. You drink pop up the wazoo, like 10 to 15 pops a day. I don't, I don't even know what a, a high amount of pop is really because I don't drink pop. But so that's your example. And you're saying to me, you want to completely 360, 180, whatever it is, you want to completely massive, make a massive transformation in one week after you've built these habits for years of not nourishing your body well. Sister friend. No, 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 no. Do you hear me? No. We're going to start small. What you're going to do is you're going to decrease those 10 pops a day or say those five pops a day. You're going to decrease them to three. Okay. That's your starting point for one week, for one week or maybe four days. I don't know. Whatever started. But this is what my point is. You got to start small. You cannot massively transform your mind, your mindset, your heart set and your body within one week or one month or even two months after years and years and years and years of either having self-loathing, self-hate, um, not working out, not moving your body, not drinking water, not getting in your Bible. You cannot massively transform your life that quickly. And it's stick. It's not going to be long-term. And my goal for you is long-term. We are working at this to be long-term. So start out with that habit of cutting back to three pops a day. Maybe it's not pop. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you're going to start working out. You want to start working out and make that, make that a daily habit and a daily part of your routine. So say you haven't worked out in a year and you want to work out seven days a week and you're trying to go to the gym for an hour, hour and a half, two hours a day. By the, by the end of, by the end of day five, you're, you're spent. You're toasted. You hate it. You, you absolutely hate it. You don't want anything to do with it. It's not fun. It's not joy filled. And it's just, you're just like, I hate my life. Why? Don't do that to yourself. Start with 20 minutes. Go on a walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes. Do a HIIT workout for 20 minutes. Maybe even start off at 10 minutes. Maybe you need to just go for a walk for a whole week. Go for a walk for 10 minutes on the treadmill. And that be your starting point. There is no shame in that. Why do you think you need to go balls to the walls? I don't even know if that's, if that's really spiritual for me to say. But balls to the walls. <laughs> Why? 110% hundred right off the bat. No. Start small and build on it. Okay? Oh, I got heated there for a second. Let's move on. Number six. The Lord, Lord, if I am saying anything that is not pure hearted right now, and just kind of, I'm also just being myself here, okay? But maybe myself is not such a a spirit-led way. So Lord, I I apologize now. Please forgive me. Um, Number six, 
what did I write here? Something by faith mindset. That kind of goes along with my other one that I already did. Self-love. Uh, oh, a works mindset. So, we are, we are sorry, saved by faith. My goodness. I am rusty crusty right now. Um, number six, we're saved by faith not by our works. So number six on, on leaving things behind in 2023, that was a works mindset. We're now having a saved by faith mindset, a redeemed mindset. I kind of already went over this where our worth is based in the blood of Christ, not about us. It's not about us. It's not about you, sister. You've heard me say that on other podcasts. It is not about you. It is about him always. So our works are, our works are not going to be what defines our worth. We are saved by Christ. We are saved by faith and by grace. And the blood of Christ is what defines our worth. That's number six. Number seven. So instead of unforgiveness of others and ourself, the Lord wants us to focus on love and grace and mercy and Christ-like love. Christ-like love. Christ-like love. Let me just give an example. Every single day you mess up. And if you don't think you do, that, that's you messing up right now because that, that's just not being humble because we mess up every single day. Every single day. And he continues to love us and love us and love us and love us and love us. No matter what we do, nothing can separate him from, nothing can separate his love from us. Nothing we do, nothing we say, nothing that happens to us. No circumstance that comes along. Nothing, no man, no person, no being. Nothing that occurs can separate us from his love. That's Christ-like love. So in 2024, we're going to try to do that same thing with ourself. Now, just because he has Christ-like, Christ-like love is displayed to us from him, his love is given to us, doesn't mean, doesn't mean there's not consequences. So even with yourself, like you're giving your, you're giving yourself Christ-like love. You're looking at yourself with Christ-like love and with other people with Christ-like love. That doesn't mean it's not going to be uncomfortable. That doesn't mean you're not going to go through struggle. That doesn't mean you're not going to go through trial because of circumstances or situations or choices that you make. That doesn't mean there's not going to be consequences. Because there could still be consequences. I don't know, whatever the situation or circumstance may be or whatever, you know, whatever the thing may be. It's going to be uncomfortable still. But he's never going to stop loving you. So you may get uncomfortable with yourself. You may have consequences with choices that you make. So if you don't wake up at 5 a.m. to do your workout, you're still going to give yourself love and grace and mercy. But you're, you're going to also struggle with the fact that you didn't get up. And so now your day is thrown off. And you didn't get that workout in. So now your stress level's up. You know, it's just going to compile. But you need to also remember to give yourself Christ-like love, mercy, and grace. Because tomorrow is a new day. You have a new day in Jesus. Every single day. So I'm just using, I'm just using fitness as, as an example there. Because that's what this podcast is about. But this goes along with everything. Right? Christ-like love is what we're going to be focusing on in 2024. That's what he wants you to focus on for yourself and for others. Sister, we got some work to do. This is only the very beginning of January. We got some work to do, but we're going to do it together. I'm here with you. I'm here to support you. I'm here to encourage you. I also wanted at the end of this podcast, wanted to share as usual, 
if this spoke to you in my quirkiness and in my mess ups here, we're trying to read my handwriting. Um, if this spoke to you in any way, shape or form, if you feel like this could touch someone, bless someone, love on someone, encourage someone, send it to them. There's a reason you listened to it today. And if you struggled with any of these things and, and this blessed you in any, any way possible, I guarantee you there's someone else, you know, that could also benefit from it again, not for my glory, never for my glory for God's only. I absolutely love doing this. I absolutely love seeing what the Lord is doing in this space, in my social media platforms. It is phenomenal. I've also struggled with some, like already at the beginning of the year, I've struggled with some self-doubt. I probably should have put self-doubt on this list of leaving it in 2023. I've struggled with self-doubt. I've struggled with overwhelm. And I've had to pray, Lord, this is where you want me. This is what what you want me to be doing. I'm going to trust that I'm going to do my best and give you the rest. Because there's been a lot of unanswered messages. There's been a lot of things that I feel like I've let fall through the cracks. But I've had to give myself a lot of grace and a lot of mercy and realize that he is first. The Lord is first. My relationship with him is first. My family is second. My own journey and my own mental health, my own physical health is third. And then comes the ministry. So I've had to, I've had to keep those in priorities, right? And it's been hard. I've been struggling with that, but I am just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed, like mind blown what he is doing in this ministry. It is, is phenomenal. It's growing like crazy and it's not because of me. I, I ain't doing anything different than what I've done for years, for years, for years. I was a health and wellness coach online. It wasn't blessed this way. Oh my word. It wasn't blessed this way. It, it was blessed, but not this way. This way's different. This time's different. So I just want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for encouraging me. I want to thank you for praying over me, for praying over my family, for just just being here. I'm so blessed to have you here. Sister, let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's roll.